The Star Owls, the Sheffield Wednesday podcast from the Star Welcome to the Star Owls after well, a pretty quiet weekend as things go for uh, for Sheffield Wednesday, but still plenty to discuss for us today. I'm Liam Horden. Joining me first is one half of the Star's Owls writing duo. It's Joe Cran. How are you, Joe? All good, mate. All good. Nice, nice busy week, even though there's no football. It's uh, never quite with Wednesday, is it? Certainly never is, as uh, Alex Miller knows all too well. How are things, Alex? Yeah, yeah, very good, mate, as uh, as we say. It's just a bit of calm before the storm, maybe, on a Wednesday uh, from at the minute. But, um, yeah, enough to be uh, ticking on with. Well, we've, we've been on here plenty of times and discussed quiet times and not much happening and then uh, we get a notification a message a phone call at 11 o'clock at night and then it all kicks into gear and uh, we regret having spent a lot of time recording uh, a podcast that's now out of date but hopefully that won't happen uh, today probably kick off best place for it that that thing that we're all expecting to come at some point the call about the managerial situation what's the latest Alex uh, as you were, Liam. Move on. <laughs> uh, no, I mean it's all it all fair slow. I think you know anyone expecting anything imminent, you know, may be a, a, you know a little bit disappointed. You know, as we as we've said a number of times, it's um, it, it can be a bit of a mystery um, the the way that Wednesday go about you know sourcing their managers and, and all the rest of it, and uh, it could well be the case again. You know, I, I think. The more time goes on, certainly the more I'm expecting a one of the more left field names, you know, perhaps one of the you know a name from from one of the, the leagues in Europe or that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, yet again, um, Joe and myself have gone on our merry way this week, um, just just ticking off managers basically that, that aren't interested or haven't been approached. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a long couple of weeks, put it that way, Liam. Well, Joe, the one yesterday, um, a manager. Close, uh, close to my heart, Darren Moore uh, appearing, which yeah, just seems I, I to have be a the... source. I have a source at, at Donny. He's a guy called Liam, <laughs> who uh, <laughs> you know, something happens. I like to give him a nudge. Uh, uh, very good-looking bloke. Uh, you might know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Good-looking lad. Is, yeah. That, yeah. is that two blokes that, that cover? <laughs> Donnie called Liam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, yeah. Thanks for that. Uh, if obviously again another story, another link uh, that has come entirely through the betting market uh, and, and a bit of activity on the betting market. Darren Moore, I think, rose to eight to one. Um, but everything I'm hearing, uh, and I've got pretty good sources on this one, is that there's no in that. Um, yeah, so. Another one to tick off, like you say. It's and uh, we we're all on and on. Um, but still, this this betting market again. We've talked about it before. Offering very very little indication, and you can see the fact from that by the fact that we are several weeks on and there's still no manager in after people have been odds on and and everything. So we shall uh, see what what throws up next. But obviously, we talked about it last time. Activity, a player in at the club. That player being uh, Andre Green, somebody you've spoken to this week, Joe. Yeah, that's we had to cut the last podcast short because he got announced halfway through it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's a, he he talks really well. Yeah, he comes across as a really good kid. Um, you know, he's he's very ambitious. He's got a he's got a good head on his shoulders, and 
it was it was nice talking to him about sort of his ambitions for the club and he, was, he spoke quite openly about the fact that he thought he was going to join Wednesday in the summer you know, he thought it was it was sort of dead on to do it it was going to happen and then he said I think for whatever reason it didn't um, so he was talking to Gary Monk before and um, and then he basically said that when, when Tony Pulis was there it felt sort of quite crunch time for him and obviously they've got the deal done um, I think the interesting thing from, from Andre Green was the fact that he he was attracted to the club he was attracted to the football club and and what David Downs had said to him, for instance. It wasn't necessarily about the manager, and I think that's that's good. You know, it's good that the there's a they seem to be sort of looking at a philosophy and they're able to still attract players to the club even without a manager. Um, there's obviously the flip side of that. You know, signing players without a manager, you don't know if the next manager is going to like or not. We'll only you know we'll only be able to find that out whenever we know who that manager is going to be. But yeah, he comes across as a really, uh, really good kid. And I've also put a, a request in for Hayo Silver Lining because he's a bit of a dab and on the piano. <laughs> Superb. Love to see that at uh, some point. What did he have to say in terms of where he's at physically in, and, and, and how close he, th- he feels to be to being able to, to play? I'm assuming he's, he's probably... very confident. Yes. He, he wants to play this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Like he's he's not hanging about. Like he said, he basically said he wants to start against Everton. So. <laughs> Yeah, if there's a game that you're going to come in for, I'm sure he's going to be banging on that uh, door. Yeah, interesting one. I, I, I don't know about you, Alex. I can't see him necessarily starting this weekend, but you never know. Well, we'll see. You know, strange things have happened, and and the fact that they've been off for, for sort of this two week period, depending on how he's been looking after himself, and it, you know, he certainly looks fit and firing, doesn't he? Um, it may well have been a bit of a leveler for him and, and the rest of the squad. So, uh, yeah, I, I would expect him to see him off the bench, but. Stranger things have happened at, at Sheffield Wednesday, haven't they? Let's be fair. I certainly have. You've been busy, Joe, uh, as well, speaking to uh, Izzy Brown, a player who's who's been in the news, uh, or certainly his, uh, his future uh, has been. Yeah, yeah, I just got off the phone to Izzy about half an hour ago. He's, um, he's a good character, is he? Yeah, he's a nice guy. Um, but yeah, basically I spoke to him, I wanted to speak to him about sort of what lies ahead for him. It's a big six months for him now. He's obviously been at, been at Chelsea a long time, Um I think it's six six loan spells no seven loan spells in six years I think it is for him including Wednesday and now he's, he's into the last six months of his contract at Chelsea he, he tells me that they have got a two year option um, that they can take out on him uh, but basically he said that he's focused on Wednesday for the rest of the year but he said he loves it at the club he said it's a really good group of lads and he'd very much be willing to sort of sign on permanently if the opportunity arose. He said he's been talking to his mom and uh, he's decided that he's a bit of a northern lad now because he's been here that long. Um, <laughs> obviously, he had a lot of loan spells in Yorkshire. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's he said he'd be very keen if the opportunity arose, but for, for now, he's just focused on his football and um, he obviously had a difficult spell under Tony Pulis, getting five minutes, ten minutes at the end of games and he, he says that he's he's got to make sure that this next six months is is right for him and that he, he shows what he can do and um, as with every other person we've spoken about about Neil Thompson um, full of praise for him loves his training sessions loves the work that he does and um, you know fitness permitting I would expect to see Izzy Brown against Everton whether that's off the bench or whether that's starting uh, I'm not sure but you know I, I, Alex I'm sure will tell you a little bit more about the stats because uh, we were talking about it earlier He's got a he's got a, a decent ratio when it comes to a chance creation, hasn't he, Alex? Yeah, I, I sort of looked into that. It's something that I did last year, and it threw up a couple of sort of surprising ones. But 
Certainly this time, for the first time I can remember, Barry Bannon doesn't have the the highest um, minutes per chance created, if that's not too long-winded a way to go about it. Um, uh, and it's it's fairly now. I'm just trying to go through the scraps of paper that I've got all around my desk now. Um, but yeah, and Izzy Brown is a top of the list. He, he creates a, a chance every 47 and a half minutes. Um, to Barry Bannon's 54 and in third place I did this with Joe earlier can, can you guess who's in third place Liam the, the top three are way ahead of everyone else third place you know it's bad when me Alex is still in quiz master mode when we're talking real life <laughs> we've not even got to that point yet uh, but, oh, I, I don't know I don't know I'm Elias Kachunga wow Elias Kachunga creates a chance uh, once every 56 minutes uh, so he's created 10 chances in 560 minutes on the pitch and then you know you go back from there and, and Kadeem Harris is 117 minutes so there's quite a big jump up from those top three so you look at it and, and two of the players that you know despite all the struggles that, that Wednesday have had in creating chances this season two of the players that have been on the on the periphery um, you know really uh, sort of ahead of a, a few others in, in terms of you know how prolific they are in creating chances so um, yeah I mean you can you can only read so much into stats don't you but I, I certainly found that one a little bit interesting it was it was interesting talking to Izzy about the sort of his his impact on games and he said he's he said he's not he's not ashamed to admit that he struggles from the bench he said he, he doesn't feel like he is a player that is you know at his best when coming from the bench he, he feels like he should he, he, if he's going to perform he needs to be starting um, and I mean, me and Alex have spoken about this before as well. I just think, you know, if he's fit, you, you've got to be starting Izzy Brown. I just, I, I think that there's so much to his game and he's got so much quality that if he's available, you've just got to get him in there. You know, he's, he's, he's not been kept on by Chelsea for as long as he has. And he's not had the, you know, you know, we talk, just spoke about stats earlier, you know, He's got he's got very good stats in a championship consistently over the entire time that he spent out on loan there, um, and you don't rack up that kind of level of stats if if there's not something about you. So I'm hoping that uh, you know, <laughs> as he said, he obviously didn't suit Tony Pulis' style of football, um, but you know it's, he did go on to say he's a good manager and he's got his way of playing. It's been very successful for him in the past, but obviously he just didn't suit didn't suit Izzy. And, and I, I, I'm hoping that you know under Neil Thompson who we can see is uh, he's trying to be a lot more attacking as he gets a bit more of a chance to be honest it, I don't know about you I think it's great to hear a player that speaks so openly about enjoying it and, and wanting to stay and potentially see in the future given all the troubles that he's had while he's been here it can't have been easier for him over his last uh, couple of months in particular yeah, he said, he said this, this, this spell and Luton he said is the, the best group of lads he's ever played with that's brilliant Brilliant. Real positive. Yeah, that's a nightmare, by the way. He said he's the funniest, the funniest person at the club. <laughs> superb, superb. So yeah, we'll see uh, see what happens. Uh, in, in terms of the Everton game at the weekend, obviously we're we're still waiting for how things shake out with the uh, the bit of COVID crisis that they've got at the club. But in terms of player availability, have we had any news on that, Alex? I think from from what we gather, you know vast majority of players about training and that sort of thing um, but yeah I think in terms of anything hard and fast we'll be uh, hopefully speaking to Neil Thompson we'll assume it's Neil Thompson for now um, towards the end of the week and, and get a clearer picture 
I think the you know from from what we had before, and it is a fair few days ago now. Uh, Josh Windass will be there or thereabouts, perhaps um, in terms of his fitness. Um, certainly, Kieran West from Shay Dunkley will be hoping to feature. Massimo Luongo's injury continues to be a little bit of a mystery. I'm trying to think what else. Julian Burner um, again. Well, you know, it's a head injury, so it was always a bit of a mystery that one, but. Um, yeah, certainly. I think you know there's a fair chance that Wednesday will be uh, a lot stronger from certainly from the from the Exeter game, but but certainly the games before that as well. I think um, you know this this break um, you know is is has come along in in very difficult circumstances, and, and they certainly would have wouldn't have wished it. But um, there are perhaps some some positives that they could take out of it, you know, and uh, stop and, and sort of go again and, and go at the championship season. Any indication, Joe? Obviously, there's, there's been a, a player signed without a manager at the club. Any indication that more might be on the way, or do you think that's it for now? I think that's probably it for now. Um, obviously, they brought in Callum Huxley, a uh, young lad from from Wrexham, 19 years old, uh, scored for the under 23s not that long ago. I think it was back in October. Um, he's obviously been brought in, but I would be surprised if he's you know near the first team. I think he's he's been signed as a player that. Lee Bullen obviously will like some wants for the under twenty threes with a with an eye to moving up the up the ranks a little bit sort of further down the line. And but yeah, uh, to be honest, I I don't think there will be too much. We we spoke before about how Wednesday wouldn't be delving too much into the market without a manager, and I think Andre Green is a bit of a, an outlier there just because of how long they've been talking to him. You know, he's obviously a player that they've been monitoring for. Look, more than six months um, so I think he was a little bit of a like I say a bit of an outlier there in terms of signings without a manager but you would you would think I mean you'll know as well Liam I mean obviously doing the, the Ben Whiteman situation like it's been really quiet hasn't it this has been this has been the quietest January transfer window I've ever ever sort of encountered and from all indications from people they speak to, that that this even the the talk amongst clubs and and, and stuff like that, that's all really quiet too. The, the the level of activity is way way down. Whether that's going to intensify towards the end of the window, I don't know. But or whether clubs are going to have to make do or see what position they're in at the end of the window because the injuries are just being picked up left right and centre you know players teams are in one situation one week and in a completely different situation the next in terms of they could be in a complete crisis by then so yeah very very quiet as you say at the minute we'll see um, see what happens um, towards the uh, the end of the month not a great deal there's been a bit of talk about Josh Murphy as well aren't there yeah, oh, yes, that's that's come up over the uh, the uh, last. That, that's that's going to be a nightmare. That interviewing Josh Murphy, and not calling him Jacob. Oh yeah, you, you get you get very used to to see the face. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean that would be an interesting one. Another sort of attacking player as well, wouldn't it? If uh, if Wednesday were able to to sort of pull that one off, um, appears to be interesting from from other clubs in the championship as well as there seems to be with all these attacking players. Um, but yeah, that would be uh, that would be a good one to sort of pull off if they were able to do that. You'd like to think that uh, Jacob had put a decent word in after the success that he had last season. He certainly enjoyed it Wednesday, didn't he? I'd, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd spoke to Jacob a, a few times, and he was particularly enamoured with Gary Monk. I think that that 
relationship worked really well. Um, but he, he loved his time. He, you know, he seemed a popular member of the change room and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, yeah, he will certainly work in, in Wednesday's favour, you would have thought. Not a massive amount for us to talk about today on, on the current news front. So I think it's probably time that we handed over to uh, Alex Miller to uh, take the reins. Oh, is it that time already? Great stuff. Okay, so we're going to go for the missing men. So you know the rules by now. I'm going to name an iconic match in uh, Sheffield Wednesday's past. And you're going to take it in turns, um, naming players who played in that match. Uh, will accept substitutes the game off the bench. Unused subs will not be allowed. You get one incorrect answer grace. Once you get two answers wrong, you are out of the game. Is that clear, gentlemen? Very good. Yeah, very okay. nice. So as Joe is 2-0 up in the star podcast quiz, uh, we're going to give Liam Hoden the first honour on this one. Need all the help. Um, as, as we know, gentlemen, um, Sheffield Wednesday were due to play Wiccan Wanderers this week. Now, an iconic Sheffield Wednesday game against Wiccan Wanderers. We can only go to the promotion party at Hillsborough. Oh, no. May the 5th, 2012, uh, a 2-0 a win, of course, for Sheffield Wednesday. I was about to read out the scorers then, but obviously I can't do that. Uh, Liam Howden, you're up first. I'll have uh, Mikel Antonio then, please. Mikel Antonio was, of course, a goal scorer in that yes. game and played. Joe Cran, over to you. Now Ranger. Now Ranger was the other goal scorer, started in that game, uh, went off late. Mr. Howden? Uh, Jose Semedo. Jose Semedo is in there as well. Yeah. Mr. Cran? Um, Miguel Yera. Miguel Angel Lera played at centre-half. Was, was, that, was that the correct pronunciation, Alex? That, that was absolutely spot on. I think you'll find <laughs> I was born and raised in Cadiz. No, I wasn't really. Uh, Mr. Howden? Um, Chris O'Grady Chris O'Grady did not feature oh no that's far too early in this absolute killer for, for Mr Holden so Chris O'Grady did not feature uh, so I'll talk you through the four that we've got we've got the two goal scorers Mikel Antonio and Nara Ranger we've got Jose Sabedo and Miguel Angel Lera uh, Mr Cran <laughs> Can I get all the names pronounced like that, please? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm glad you faltered early on because it makes me feel a little bit better about my life. Um, trying to think who started up front. Was it Medine? Was it Gary Medine? Gary Medine. Oh, Gary Medine. Correct, Gary Medine. Liam Hoden. You were going to be no. the next one. No room for error here. Oh, no. This is going to be awful, awful audio and video while I'm trying to desperately picture. Oh. I've got Ding. one. I've got one. Stephen Bywater. Stephen Bywater no, was in one. goal. He was in goal. Stephen <laughs> Bywater fell out with me at one point. So, uh, yeah. What did you, what did, you do? There, there was a story there. Uh, it, it fell out with me over a headline that I didn't write. But uh, he's an interesting Brilliant. character, Stephen. So, uh, yeah, he, he weren't taking uh, any uh, protestations from me. <laughs> what was so, the headline? I can't remember what it even were. 
can't remember what it were. It was one of them that it were where you could only get really one word or a couple of really short words into a box. So I think whoever wrote it were very much straining to write it, and uh, yeah, he uh, he didn't agree with it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, Joe Krantz, on you, we've had Stephen Bywater, Miguel Angela, um, Jose Semedo, Mikel Antonio, Gary Medine, and Niall Ranger. Um, Mark Beavers? Mark Beavers did play. Ooh. Ooh. I am going to go for... Rita Johnson. Rita Johnson. Now, there is a famous picture, isn't there, of Rita Johnson? And, and he's in a suit, and he? Yeah, but he's in a suit, and he oh, didn't think No, no, <laughs> so, no. But, but I, will, I will say this. Liam, you went first. So Joe needs to get a correct answer to, uh, to Rob. Oh, no. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Let's put the pressure back on. <laughs> Oh. Um, you do still have a lifeline in play, Joe. Ross Barkley was that year, but I can't remember if he was in that team. I'm going to go Ross Barkley. Ross Barkley did not feature. Ooh. The jeopardy is strong in this one. So you've got one more effort, Joe. Your lifeline's gone. Can't afford another slip up. So have I got to just keep guessing now? You've no, got you've one, got to one get one right. Guess. You've got you've got one more guess. <laughs> oh right, I see. I've got to keep guessing until I get one. What happens if it's yeah. a draw? No, no, no. You've got one lifeline left, haven't you? Because you you get yeah. one one. So you've used that, and you've so now you've got one more to to win the game. But if I if I if I get this one wrong, then it's a draw. Then it's a draw. Oh, oh we could have a tiebreaker, and we could both name one. <laughs> You what? could have a tiebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. I'll work all that out down the line. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the hoof here. Yeah. Uh, David Prutton. David Prutton. <laughs> so oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> right, okay. I've, I've no idea what to do at this juncture. Uh, right, we'll go again. Liam, you're up. So we've had Stephen Bywater, Lyra, Beavers, Semedo, Antonio Medine and Ranger. There are one, two, three, four starters remaining and two that came off the bench. I'm I'm just going to throw one out there. Ben Marshall? Ben Marshall is incorrect. This was a happy day for you, lads. I know. Had you been up beers or? <laughs> you know what I've just realised, which who I haven't said, and I, I can't believe I haven't said him. Go on, Julian Johnson. Johnson, right, Johnson. Johnson came off the bench that day, didn't he? Because it was was it his last game? Uh, could well Did have been. Leave the season afterwards. Could uh, uh, that information is not my thing, I'm afraid. Uh, but yeah, Jermaine Johnson <laughs> is play, correct. Um, came off the bench for Keith Treacy. Oh my God! Yeah, wouldn't you yeah. that? Yeah. So the the players that we missed: Danny Bath, ah, oh, yeah. Lewis, Lewis Buxton. I was trying to think at full, but how have I not got Lewis Buxton? How have I not got that? <laughs> like two hundred and fifty games for the club. 
I was, I was thinking, of... I was thinking fullbacks, fullback. We haven't got any fullback. I'm assuming Mark <laughs> Beavers played left back, but yeah, uh, a fullback, full and yeah, ah, Lewis um, the midfield. Uh, the midfielders that you missed, Chris Lyons and Keith Treacy. Chris Lyons. And um, your friend of mine, Ryan Lowe, came off the bench yeah. for Niall Ranger. In, uh, and yeah, the unused substitutes, and you were unlucky on what David Prutton was an unused substitute, Jeff. Uh, Nicky Weaver and uh, another friend of the podcast, Rob Jones, unused subs. So there we have it. Yeah, I was thinking about Rob Jones, but I knew we weren't involved towards the end. That's, how, that's yeah. the summary went to Donny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that feels like a bit of a hollow victory because technically we both lost. <laughs> I, th- I think, I think, I think we'll call that one a draw. I don't. I've won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we'll we'll decide that off air. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, another good good quiz. I hope uh, everyone out there is uh, is enjoying our new additions. Obviously, we'll be back on Thursday uh, later in the week with uh, the other. Uh, quiz that Alex has come up with uh, where me and Joe desperately try to sh- mine any Wednesday knowledge that we've got to uh, to get the victory over one another but yes uh, thanks very much for joining us today chaps um, and we will build towards that game against Everton later on uh, in the week uh, should be a great occasion for uh, for Wednesday coming up this weekend uh, you can stick with us at the star.co.uk for all the latest news, views and analysis on all things Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, while you're there, why not consider a subscription? We've got some support-only subscriptions as well. Unlimited access to all the brilliant work that these two fellas put out. Week in, week out, day in, day out as well. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at The Star Owls. We've also got a dedicated Wednesday Facebook page too. Uh, but for now, that's it. Thanks very much for joining us. Take care and we'll speak to you again very soon. Cheers. Head over to the star.co.uk for all the latest news, views and analysis of all things Sheffield Wednesday. Follow us on Twitter at the Star Owls or search on Facebook for our dedicated Sheffield Wednesday page. And remember, you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever 